Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, how are we doing on this Wednesday night, which is the, not the, the heavy hitters Wednesday. Boom! Boom, boom, boom. As you already know, the three minds come together to bring you one. Count it, one. Bro, Excellent trinity, training. Bro. I just thought about that. The trinity, bro. Mm-hmm. I like that. Three minds, one goal, one show. I am your host, the debonair, six-man K-Styles. To my stage left, as he's going by today, as God told me to forgive Eddie Goldman, mm-hmm. he is the- <laughs> Mad scientist, mad Mike Sports, and down here, down here, we have the minister, the calm before the storm, Jew Tom Sports. And we got three special words. Three minds, one show, three words. What are those three special words that we do? That radio rock. <laughs> oh, God has everything to do with it, Floyd. Oh, no, 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 no. But Man Mike, oh, God, oh, God is in the center of Man Mike's life. So God has everything to do with this. Sir. Everything, wow. as, a, as, a, as a as a matter of fact, absolutely. Hey, boy, I might, I, hey, I might pull the Jew and start praying for you, but right you better kill it. <laughs> and while we had that in, that interesting disruption into the roll call, um, we're gonna go ahead. <laughs> hey, all right, we got Kylie <laughs> in the building. We got Big Neil, Tony Warham. Pat Norris, Marvin Johnson, Bubba Gump, Melvin Emery, Tadre Davis, Bobby Boy, Zone 3. YMOF Jamal. We got the homie coached Unchained. Go ahead, support him. Subscribe to Coach Unchained, aka Will. AFN Affiliate. Yeah. We got Joseph Thornton, Blackberry, LA Rex. We got Big Ant in the building as well, man. We got Michael Walker, not that Michael Walker. Ryan Peoples, ATL Leo, Chris Beavers. We got the young gunner, our little homie, ATM 534, John Higgins, Isaac Crimes. Red Butts, Tommy T-Bone, Thomas T-Bone, my bad. Evan Henderson. Hey, we got the same name. Hey, appreciate you joining us, man. <laughs> and I want to give a special shout out to my homie, Sonya Howell. It is her birthday today. So happy, happy birthday. birthday, Sonya. Happy birthday. So that's my homie right there. Y'all better go ahead and show her some love. But if you don't, I'm crazy at the sweetheart. She's a damn fool. 
He is a sweetheart. Crazy. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. Now we're ready. In three, two, and cut. Let's go ahead and get to this $5 super chat already, man. Already. <laughs> I got the locks again, so sooner or later I need to do it right. <laughs> you have to, have to do it right. Black <laughs> Barry Larex said, always represent for the home team, baby. God first and everything, bro. Dirty bro. bird. Dirty bird. Yes, uh, definitely appreciate it. Definitely appreciate, appreciate it. it. All right. So, as y'all already know, Atlanta Falcons training camp is underway for the rookies. But I think we should start off with this question, right? As we already know, as God has told Mike to forgive Eddie Golden. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Fellas, 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 and people watching, this is going to be my question for y'all, and I won't, I'm going to go ahead and let you kick off with this question. So my question is, is what is the plan now as far as that particular position? As we already know, we already thought we had an Eddie Goldman. It, it, it ain't even been two weeks yet, and he already retired. So, do the Falcons go out and make a move? Or should they have the trust of the guys they have within? That's a tough question, to be honest with you. Um, I like Anthony Rush, to be honest. I really like Anthony Rush a lot. I like Timmy Horn a lot. So, I mean, it just depends on who's out there. Um, At the end of the day, I want players that want to be here, period. Like, one thing I can say about Eddie Goldman is at this point, at least he didn't take our money because I've seen somebody in the chat asking, do we still got to pay him? We don't got to pay him a dime because he's retiring. So, mm-hmm. I mean, at least he didn't take the money, you know, come here half-heartedly and not play hard and things of that nature and just earn a paycheck. So, I mean, at this point, I think it just depends on who's out there and who you can bring in. Because from if I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm wrong, K-Styles, do we got – 12 million left in cap space right now. That's what yes. I seen. I seen something. I think so. Yeah, it's about 12 left. Right. So I mean, that's a that's a decent amount if you bring in somebody on like a, a big name guy on a one year deal. 12 million, you can do something with 12 million. You know, that ain't nothing to sneeze at. But I just want to see what we got. I mean, I trust Anthony Rush. When we brought in Eddie Goldman, I like the pickup because he's a guy that's proven, but Anthony Rush is a big guy. Timmy Horn is a big guy. And those guys are hungry. So at the end of the day, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if we stand pat. But if you can get a Dominican Sue, and I seen Mike, y'all go check Mike's video out. He talked about a Dominican Sue. He also talked about Linville Joseph, who's another guy that's a veteran that's been around the league. He was a longtime Minnesota Viking. Uh, shout out to my brother-in-law, who's a Vikings fan. Uh, Linville Joseph was one of those guys that's a really 6'5". He's really big, just like Eddie Goldman. And he's a veteran, been around the block. Um, a number of play for a number of teams now I think the last team he played for if I'm not mistaken was the LA Chargers last year so 
I mean, he's another guy similar to Eddie Goldman, but he's bigger than Eddie Goldman. So, I mean, if you want to go out, you know, and bring one of those guys in, a veteran guy like that in, you guys know I believe in strength and numbers. So I think we do need to bring in another body just because we had the rotation. We talked about this in our last couple shows. The the plus in having an Eddie Goldman is now you can rotate him. You can rotate Anthony Rush. You can rotate Timmy Horn if he makes the, you know, makes the team. So I think it'll be smart if, you know, go to kick the tires on some of these guys that are out there. And personally, I wouldn't spend a whole $12 million on one guy. So if you can get a Linville Joseph, which I think would be on a more cheap side than like a, a Dominican Sue, because it's a reason why Tampa Bay didn't pay a Dominican Sue. And it was because he wanted, you know, he wanted more money than they were willing to give him at this point in his career. So it just depends on how much money a Dominican Sue is looking for. I think if he came here, he's going to ask for probably $10 million for one season, which I'm not saying I, I'm opposed to uh, paying him that because I would love for him to play for us just to try to sack Tom Brady because we know a Dominican Sue is a guy that kind of goes over the line at times. <laughs> and we're and we talking about <laughs> – we talk about team need an edge. That's that's if you wanted somebody that's gonna bring an edge to your team, a Dominican Sue is gonna blur the lines. He's gonna step over the line at times. We know that Dominican Sue is one of them players that I consider a little bit dirty, but if he on your team, you love him, he's like a Draymond Green. If he's on the opposing team, you hate him, but if he's on your side, you love him because you know he's gonna get under somebody's skin. So Hey, look, hey, look, Dominican Sue brings crazy as hell, but he also brings Warren Buffett. Remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Remember that he friends with Warren Buffett, so remember that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I think I kind of went around the question, but I think, like I said, so, I'll say I'm good with what we got. But if we can okay. get somebody that's willing to come in on a cheap deal, you know, I think a Linville Joseph, somebody like that, just a big body that you can rotate. At this point, I'm good with that. Okay. All right, Mike. Mike, I have. I, it's kind of the same question, but I'm going to kind of twist it up a little bit for you, my brother. Okay, so I'm looking at the names right now as far as D tackles. If they went that way, you can still answer if you rather stay in house or get somebody else. But let me throw a few names out here that I know people have been saying. And Dominican Sue, I saw a Danny Shelton. Um, you just said Linville Joseph. I saw a Sheldon Richardson. Hey, you got Larry Ogunjobi. He's still out there. Didn't he sign with somebody? He signed uh, with somebody, I think. Hey, that's the dude uh, from the Browns, right? No, nah, I think that's the dude from um, Cincinnati. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm tr- I'm tweaking. <laughs> oh, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. This thing didn't update it right. This son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, kill that. But, Mike, is there – um? This pretty pretty much the question because they could because the, uh, the website just threw me the hell off just like that. Uh, no, you good. Yeah, um, I'm always prepared as as you. Um, I I want to throw this up real quick. Um, the reason why I throw this up is because um, this is something that we talked about. Um, as you can tell, uh, you uh, we have goofy. a certain content creator. You talking uh, about this? Reading. You talking about this goofball shit right here? Yeah, uh, but hey, I, I'm gonna turn into something. <laughs> this, 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 this. I, I'm, I'm a, the reason why I highlighted this is not because the highlight 
you know, the issue at hand itself. We talked about as players, um, as fans, that we need our players to stand up and get in your freaking face, you know, mm-hmm. punch in the face it, it, and get get nasty, get gritty, go defend yourself. If you got to get if you got to get nasty and go one on one with some of these media outlets, these journalists, let's get it. Let's step up, man. Protect like really protect yourself, protect your teammates, protect yourself, and protect protect your brand because Anthony Russ is a brand. The Falcons is a brand. The Falcons fans were sick and tired of getting uh, 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 clowned on. All right? Every time I turn around, somebody got a 28-3 uh, to 3 joke or somebody and they be corny as hell. They be corny as hell. Like, I mean, the, the, the tweet that uh, Sean Payton put out, this shit wasn't even funny. Like, it didn't make no damn sense. You just wrote some some goofy stuff that say 28-3. to 3. Like, okay, we get it. All right? But the reason why I say this is that the reason why I brought this up and I say it must be it must be why I got resigned to don't come at me like I'm trash because I'm not. You probably going to tweet me congratulations when I get paid and teams never called me in to work out only to play. I had no pro day, no combine and I didn't attend any All-Star games. I can't be that bad. And and this is the reason why I, I brought that up is because we we always say that players need to step up, get aggressive, because these the media outlet and these fans are not going to take it easy on you. I love this. I love this big ass dude that's going to be in the middle of our defense is already stepping up and getting in people's face. That's what we wanted. This is what we need. I'm tired of seeing our players not defending themselves year after year. The media, the fans, nobody's everybody clowning you, they adding you. And then they get on social media. They want to do things to take everybody that all take back their word. No, get aggressive. So I love that this guy who's gonna lead that defensive line because I'm here to tell you, great is the best player on that defensive line. But anybody who knows anything about football, the guy who leads that defense is not the middle linebacker, is that knows. If he mm-hmm. sets the tone for this defense and you can't move him, this defense is going to be completely different. So I love to see that big 300, 330, 40, 50, 60, however big he is. I love to see the fact that he's stepping up for himself. I, look, I'm proud, bro. I'm already proud of this team. I'm already proud of this team, bro. I love it. I'm just saying this on the goofball shit, the fact that it, <laughs> it not even from Anthony Rush part. I'm talking mm-hmm. about um, throw that back up there again so we can see who named that word that he went after. <laughs> yeah, we all know who that is. <laughs> All right, put it down now. I'm starting to get depressed. Put it down. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, like like you said, it's all about this attitude, and this is what this Falcons team is need. They need some type of attitude. Like you said, you have this new regime. Like I said, you you got the new guard. The the, the changing of the guard is here. You don't have the reliance of a Matt Ryan. You don't have the reliance of a Julio Jones. You don't have the reliance of such and such. Um, you still got Deion Jones. You still got Grady Jarrett. 
But those are your only two like staples from at least five plus years left on this damn team. And it's good to see that we see, like you said, a player standing up for himself. He's like, oh, you want to talk shit about me? All right, motherfucker. Put some pads on to see what the fuck you talking about. This this, this is what we need. Mm -hmm. That's one of those cases where you just tell the guys talking shit to the players. You know what? I I I I I I show it to you better than I can tell you. <laughs> Sit your goofy ass down and stop acting these players. If you're gonna talk your shit, talk your shit. But if you acting a player, don't be surprised if he comes for your ass. It doesn't that sound like DMPs and Arthur Smith right there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that sounds exactly. Really... Yeah. <laughs> that attitude. That's what we needed. We needed that. That's exactly what we needed. Right. Changing attitude. I, like I said, I love it, man. I'm I'm tired of players just sitting back and taking this stuff, you know, from and like a lot of people like to clown on KD for it, but I, I commend KD for the same thing. Even if he, if, even if he's in his feelings, he's standing up for himself. I, hey, I can't, I can't, I cannot knock a man for standing up for himself, for whatever reason. Everybody has a, everybody has a reason for doing whatever. All right, but if you feel like you did it because you know it was the right thing for you, the right move for you, hey, so be it. But hey, stand up for yourself. I can't, I, me. The, the, the worst thing I, I, I cannot stand is a coward. Stand up for yourself. Be heard. Stand on something. Stand on some type of principle. You can't be bullied for the rest of your life, man. And like I said, I'm tired of my Falcons being picked on and nobody steps up. Nobody checks the media. Nobody says, screw you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 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 this. I'm the all-time leading quarterback, bitch. I, look, I'm, I'm fucking Matt Ryan, all right? I, I wanted that. From Julio, I wanted that for Matt. You know, Roddy did it. Roddy said, "Look, you can't guard me." I love the bravado for Roddy White. Roddy didn't take no shit from nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, like at the end of the day, that's what you need as a football player. Chuck Smith played with an edge. Grady Jackson played with an edge. Mm-hmm. Scott Case. Like you keep going on and on. This guy played with an edge. And this is this is what we've been missing for some time. I like it's okay to be a nice guy, but I'd be a nice guy after I punch your ass in the fucking face. I look, I pray for you afterwards. Like I look, we on this field. It's about football. Yeah, I look, I punch you dead in the eye and then say, All right, my bad. And then get right back and kick it and slice you in the nuts or something. Look, we need some, we need, we need some goons. I'm tired of this nice football. I'm tired of this. <laughs> We need to get to attacking people, smashing people in the face. Look, you wrong. Like Arthur Smith said, no, you're wrong. We're going to do what we want to do. I don't care about what y'all like. This is Atlanta Falcons football. This is how we're going to do things. And the time to change. So this is what I look. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, goddamn. Okay. Um, I do what you <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just no, I ain't saying it. 
I'm not saying. I'm oh, not saying. Lord, just because oh, you said Lord, that. Lord, K-Style, you really did do that, didn't you? Hey, I, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he hey. really did do it. Oh, I thought he was joking, but he really did do it. <laughs> but, Jew, so, Jew, what do you think? What do you think on that, man? What, 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 what do you, how, how do you feel about saying something like that? Are you just referring to? Um, I'm just talking about. Said, I'm just Andrew talking West. about. It. I'm just talking about as far as looking at like the new attitude that that is just suiting within this. Oh, I love it. I'm just gonna play with the edge. I mean, you seen, and that was one reason why I loved Keanu Neal when he was here. You need, as we always say, you need some headbusters on your team. You need players that's gonna intimidate, especially on defense, the defensive side of the ball. You need players that's going to intimidate the opposing team. Like most in guys that play football, you know, mainly it's mental more than it's physical. So when you, and that's what I was talking about with the, the Adamican Sue, most guys on the field, it's guys out there. They know that he's going to cross the line. So it's like, it's that fear factor that he creates. And that was what we had with Keanu Neal across the middle of the field. Uh, guys like w- uh, Willie Moe, we had William Moore playing safety. He was one of those players that, I might knock myself out this game, but I'm gonna knock you out the game with me. Like we know he was one of those guys that would hurt himself. And and those are the type of players that you need. Like to play football, especially either offense or defense, but definitely to play defense, you have to have some screws loose up top. You know what I'm saying? And that's what Mike is talking about. Like you have to create that fear factor. And we've been missing that. To be honest, the last couple of seasons, we've been missing that. You gotta have somebody that's going, like you said, is gonna if you come across the middle. I might get flagged, but I'm going to hit you. That was one thing that I loved about uh, Sean Weatherspoon. He was one of my favorite linebackers of all time for the Falcons. Not only his bravado, but he was a physical specimen. That dude was going to hit you. He was going to hit anything moving. And that's what I loved about his game. So you got to have guys on your defensive line, on your defense, period. Like I talk about it all the time, even with our corners. Like a lot of people say, if you're a corner, you don't have to be able to tackle. But I love cornerbacks that are not afraid to tackle. And that'll lay the boom on you because a lot of NF, a lot of cornerbacks now in the NFL, they're not willing to tackle in open space or they, they don't know how to tackle. And I feel like out of our secondary, we got one of the best tackling secondaries in the game. Between Isaiah mm-hmm. Oliver, Casey Hayward, and uh, A.J. Terrell, those three guys, just individual tacklers in open space, that's what makes those guys great. Not only their coverage ability, but their willingness to come down. And Mike did a whole video breaking down A.J. Terrell and him in open space, him coming down, making tackles in the running game. Like, that's how you – we want to be better at stopping the run. It's not just about your front seven, but it's about yes, everybody sir. collectively being physical, not being afraid. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I think is coming back with Dean Pease talked about it, being physical. And I believe multiple hats on the football. You guys know that my family, they mm-hmm. all Bears fans. One thing about the 85 Bears, when they won the Super Bowl – Gang tackling ain't one person tackling nobody. Yeah. Every time it's gonna be a pile up, every play, somebody coming, and ain't, no one, and ain't no one guy, it's four five guys, and then somebody stripping the ball, and that's what we got to get back to. Everybody got to hustle to the football. So, that physical brand of football, I believe, is coming back to our Falcons. We talked about a, a couple years ago when Dan Quinn they bought back the black on black jerseys, and they're trying to get back to that style, but it's not just about the look. It's about actually being it, being physical. Forget the jerseys. 
you got to go out there and set the tone. And that's what Mike was talking about. You got to go out there and set the tone. And like I said, sometimes in football, you got to cross the line at some points. If you get a penalty, so what? But set the tone. Mm-hmm. I'll take a 15-yard, you know, unsportsmanlike penalty. But one thing you're going to see in the opposing offensive players is they're going to know, okay, I can't just run across the middle because I this person's willing to take that chance, take that risk mm-hmm. of getting that penalty. Mm-hmm. And I might get knocked out the game. Trying to trying to go across the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all know why I'm laughing, right? Y'all, y'all know why I'm laughing. Y'all, y'all know <laughs> You know, you know, I was thinking of a particular linebacker that fits all that criteria right there. That's so what 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 would a Vontez perfect would have been perfect. I, look, I, I, I was I was thinking that and I was like, you know what? I'm not saying no. I, I'm not saying no because that's what we need right now. I would take Vontaze him to go get suspended, so I can't take Vontaze. <laughs> hey. It's one thing with towing the line. It's one thing with going all the way across the line. Vontaze, he gonna he gonna be eligible for one game. <laughs> Montez Burford is a habitual line step man. <laughs> he gonna be in the hit the ref. Oh, <laughs> he tried to eat the line and eat your ass on top of it. He ain't look, he, he trying to destroy that line. That's right, a whole nother dirty right, right, right now. Right, right. Would you rather have Vontez Burford or Paul Warlow? <laughs> hey. Look, at the end of the day, I think right now that's what they need. That's not right. I, like I, I'm not saying a fun, fun Ted Burfick, a guy that's like, you know, you're going to sign him to a three year contract. But if you need a coaching change, bring him in for a year, you know, a couple of games. Look, we're not going to, we're not going to sit back and just let you, you know, cross the middle. We're going to cross the line. We're going to bite some fingers. We're going to bend some fingers. We're going to, like, whatever you got to do. To set that tone, I think it's setting tone. Now you don't have to continuously play like that, but somebody. This is what you were saying. It's like, hey, you got to make sure. It's like you're not just gonna come across the middle. Like I'm gonna hit you below. I'm gonna hit you high. I'm gonna try to knock you out. Whatever it, whatever you have to do to send that message to the NFL. It's like, bro, this is no longer the same Atlanta Falcons. We're trying to change the culture. That's what it's all about. Right, 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 right. And I see people talking about Timmy Horn. Timmy Horn, um, yes, uh, Timmy Horn is definitely a very interesting option. I mean, from what I've seen from a Timmy Horn, mm-hmm. he, he, he is exactly what, what you would probably would have gotten out of Eddie Goldman anyway. A two tech type of guy. Mm-hmm. Who can like I say who 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 can hold his own. He can hold his own. And from us seeing um Route 96 for three years is the complete opposite of what we saw. Am I right? Am I am, am I right? Hey, oh, yeah. right. But Timmy Horn is he a lot bigger than um 
Route 96 as well. And I think that's that was another thing that kind of mm-hmm. got overlooked and kind of was mm-hmm. ticking me off when Dan Quinn and were here is that they weren't going out and getting guys that were bigger guys. Like they were looking for guys kind of like the same size as Grady, like six feet, 290, two, barely 300. Like they weren't looking at guys that were like 330. Like K-Styles, mm-hmm. you've been – you look, you, you used to play on the D-line, offensive line. You know – it makes mm-hmm. a difference between being 300 pounds and being 330. <laughs> it's a big ass difference. Bro. Yeah, it's, it's a difference. It's a and difference. then, then look, look, it's also a big difference from a guy being six foot 300 pounds to a guy being six foot 330. Right. Right. That's my that's my thing. <laughs> having short arms and having long arms is a difference. Yeah. Like it matters during the games. And I think that was our biggest issue, too. Because sometimes, like I said, with big dudes, I don't need you to be fast. I don't. All I need you to do is just sit there and don't get moved. Just sit there like a, a like a big old rock. Just sit in the middle. Just block. Just, just, just sit there. You ain't got to do nothing. Just sit there so they can't make it ain't no crease for the running back to run through. Right. Look, what you what you what you say? Turn the defense into a Zen garden and everybody just surround the rock. Like that. That, that's right. it, bro. Just look. Just stop traffic. Just just make it a touchdown in, in the middle. That's it. Don't get pushed back like we've been saying. I got. Don't get pushed back ten yards. Exactly. Just hold the point. That's all I need you to do. Don't get. I don't need you to get a sack. I just need you to just plug that hole. That's it. That's all mm-hmm. we need you to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was it. Like you said, you brought up a key point too, and that was the issue why the Falcons defense was inconsistent as well. Is when you're literally bringing in guys to where the fact that Grady is the biggest guy on the defensive line and he is your three tech, you want him? He he's your best pass rusher on the defensive line, but he's your biggest guy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Go back and look at the week one last year when y'all when we were doing film study last year against the Eagles. If you guys go pull up the tape. It was one play, I think it was their rookie running back scored. They were like on maybe like the eight yard line, and literally the floodgates yeah. opened wide open. It ran untouched, and we got blown off the ball. And if you looked at their players compared to our players, they made our they offensive line made our defensive line look like peewee, like mm-hmm. just lined up in front of them. You said like, you said on, you said the Eagles, right? You talking about the yeah, Eagles game, right? Eagles. Yeah, was, the uh, Eagles. I think it was Gainwell. Gainwell scored a touchdown, but he literally ran and untouched. Bro, they just bro, it, it, that that big that big old uh, Samoan dude. Uh, yeah, left tackle. Yeah, that that that. Yeah, yeah that 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 was embarrassing. That that, that right there was embarrassment for Dean Pease. Um, and he kind of switched. That's when he <laughs> tried to be a little bit more aggressive. And in fact, yeah, I don't even have the guys up front to be aggressive because you got to have that big guy in the middle. If you're going to be blitzing, I tell people all the time, blitzing is more so about gap control. If you can mm-hmm. can control your gaps, then guys can hit and they'll get they'll be able to get open because one right. they got to have you got to have that one guy that's going to eat up space because it's about matchups. If I can have that nose tackle take away the guard and the center, I'm I'm good. That's that's what being in the three four is all about. It's about gaps, attacking gaps. 
Yeah, we got to start doing some film breakdowns, Mike, talking about that because it's all about stopping those mm-hmm. guys from getting to the second level. That's what you're mm-hmm. looking at. And Mike did another. Yeah. I think you did either a video or you showed uh, Hennessy getting to the second level. Yeah, blocking, I get, yeah. Like I, linebackers and stuff those. like that. So that's what it's about. Yeah, man, we got to stop these guys from getting to the second level because we complained about Deion Jones last year. We complained about Foyer and these guys. But if you go look at that Eagles game, what I'm talking about, when you got, you know, the the guards and the center getting to the second level with ease, I mean, what you expect your linebackers to do? I'm you know what I'm saying? And that's that. why I say you need bigger guys up front because if you get, like you said, you got one big dude, massive dude that's taking up two, you know, take eating up two blockers, then you ain't got nobody to get to the second level, real talk, to get on those linebackers, which that means your linebackers running fl- free and they shooting gaps and getting into the backfield. That's what you want. Mm, 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 mm. That shit is woo, woo, woo. All right. Now the reason why I haven't really said nothing. Um, hold on. I want to bring up. I want to bring something up on the screen right quick. If y'all don't mind, y'all don't mind me bringing up something on the screen for y'all. All right. We're going to screen share something here. All right, let's go ahead and zoom. So for a lot of people that may not know what gap control is, this is what we're talking about. Now, hold on, where's my damn marker at? Man, <laughs> okay. Grady Jarrett, nine times out of ten, will be right here. This the is where the three takes. The outside shoulder of the guard. This is the three tech. This is where your best interior pass rushing defensive lineman is going to be at. Of course, this right here, this is where we're looking for Anthony Rush, the zero or the one. Inside shoulders of each guard. Tyler Davis's ass was nowhere to be found in neither one of these. <laughs> well, it only took one person to block him. It didn't take two guys <laughs> to push him through nowhere. <laughs> one guy, right. one, the guard will take him out, and the center can go up and get the linebackers. <laughs> right. So, by having Tyler Davidson as that one, get that 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 one tick and that zero tick. Y'all see where this guard and center was at? Was getting ate up alive. When they brought Anthony mm-hmm. Rush and Mike Pinnell in, this was getting ate alive. Because they damn sure wasn't running in here. So I just want I just wanted to bring that up. I just wanted to bring that and up. Visually, right visually, real quick, visually. With mm-hmm. the um, when you have a guy that's in the middle who's taking up the center, every last one of those guys have one on one opportunities, and that's that's that right there was key. Have one on one opportunities, and this is why Aaron Donald racks up all of these sack numbers because he has the op- uh, he has the ability to have those one on ones with the guard. He can only do that if he has a uh, uh, a nose tackle. Um, that has the ability 
to consistently control that center and the guard so they can't double team those guys so that's the importance of having that guy in the middle so it frees up grady jared so he doesn't have to because to be honest it's hard as hell to sit up and hurt um for any guard to um it's it's hard for a guard if you look at it right the three tech on the left side you hear you see uh on the left side the three tech if you got a grady jared all right in the middle and then this center the zero if the center if he beats that center right there guess what he got a two-way he got a two-way goal I, that's all he got a two-way goal if that center if, if the uh no attacker controls the center he got a two-way goal and this is what makes aaron donald uh so great because he has an opportunity to go two-way now the guard oftentimes are not the best athletes the best athletes on the line are the tackles so if he has the best two if he has a two-way goal nine times out of ten or even seven times out of, uh seven times out of ten aaron donald gonna beat that guard because he doesn't have the athleticism so that's the importance of having the guy in the middle so he can have give your mm-hmm. three tech which is a grady jared and an aaron donald that's why Grady is one of the main reasons why grady jared doesn't have a lot of high sack number because we don't have that nose tackle in in the middle to control now other teams will combat this with all right what they would do they would shift down They'll have from the left side. We're just talking about the left side with Gray uh, at the three tech. What they would do, they would shift. They would shift it to the left side, and they would have a tight end right here, and they would have a back right there. Mm-hmm. And what that does is forces the quarterback mm-hmm. either to move mm-hmm. out. A lot of times, especially with a Dean P, when he when he sees that shift, what he would do, he would send an Isaiah Oliver. This is why Isaiah Oliver is so um, key in his in his defense is because. He he was sent a safety. He was sent a cornerback, and often in our defense, he was sent that uh, that cornerback when the offensive line shift to Grady Jerry's side. He'll send a corner or a safety to combat that. So everything really is important when it comes down to having that node to control that center and control those guards. That is everything in the defense. Once you can do that, you can dominate. And also, if y'all look at this teleprompter, um, pay attention to the five, seven, six, and nine. Did we have any of that last year? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And see, no, 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 no. We had a five, seven. We had a five, seven, six, and nine. Why? Because Isaiah Oliver was gone, and damn, Kung Fu Panda was nowhere inside. So all they had, we could run all day on the right side or the left side. That's the problem. That's why we went out and got a lot of. Um, that's why we got a lot of edge guys because. That's how mm-hmm. teams combat that. They get out right. of the pocket to buy time, uh, to buy time for it. And like I said, it, it becomes a lot easier for the offense to to block the defensive line when you don't have that um, that uh, that, that zero that nose tackle in the middle. So it's very important, man. It's very important to have that. Okay. All right, I hope man. we didn't confuse a lot of people. I, I hope we didn't confuse people with that. <laughs> 
uh, essentially what that chart showed is outside of Grady Jarrett, we didn't have no damn body else to do anything. <laughs> this is why you see him get the doubles and triple teams. Mm-hmm. If the edge rush on his side can't get no damn pressure, why the fuck am I worried about him? Mm-hmm. But, dude, you got anything to say on that, man? You want to go ahead and bless bless us with a thought, man, so we can go ahead and get this collection plate passed around? Woo! Y'all, y'all, y'all hit the y'all hit the nail on the head. I mean, like you said, we just need. I've been waiting for that that dominant nose. And as much as I love Drake London, I would have loved uh, Big Jordan Davis a little bit more. Let's just be real. I mean, you guys know I love Drake London, but Jordan Davis is a game changer. Like, we all going to see what he do in Philly. Y'all going to see the way he changed. Like, Philly's already good on the defensive line, but now they can dominate. With him and Fletcher Cox, it's going to be real nasty. They're going to be real. They got, they got a really a, a real nasty defensive line. So, I think I believe in our players. I believe in Anthony Rush. You know, I believe in the guys that we have. But as we said, that nose position is important. It's very important. So I'm glad that Anthony Rush, you know, is, you know, commenting back at people. And I hope that he plays with an edge because we all know when we got Eddie Goldman, everybody was kind of just, you know, etching it in stone that Eddie Goldman was going to be the starter. So I hope that Anthony Rush took all of that personally. And I hope mm-hmm. that he comes out and shows everybody what he can do. Because last year, he made some plays as well. I remember in the Jack, I believe it was the Jaguars yeah. game, where he forced mm-hmm. the fumble. Like, he made mm-hmm. some plays when we got him. So, after that Carolina game, if you guys go back, see, I like to go back and watch games from last season. And I go mm-hmm. back and watch different games from last season. After that Carolina game, where we they ran for like 200-plus yards with Chuba Hubbard, they went out and brought in Pinnell. Because they had already brought in Pinnell. He was actually on the practice squad. And then they brought in uh, Anthony Rush to eliminate them being able to just run the ball down our throat. But if you go back, back and watch that Philly game, week one, and then you go back and watch that first game against Carolina in Atlanta where they ran the ball like crazy on us, you'll see how they would just penetrate and run right up through the center of our defense. The guys, their uh, guard centers would get into the second level walling off guys like Deion Jones, walling off guys like Foyer, and it'll be a lot more clear to be able to see than what we just showed y'all. But I love the big guys. Like I said, even though I'm a small guy, I love the big uglies because I know that the game is run, uh, won in the trenches. You look at those Giants teams that beat Tom Brady, you know, everybody calls Tom Brady the GOAT. Why were the Giants his kryptonite? That front seven, that defensive line, the stray hands, the OC human Euros, the Justin Tucks, the, that's the reason those guys were his kryptonite. It wasn't because Eli Manning. Eli Manning did make some special throws, but it was really that defense holding them to only 17 points. You know, being able to eliminate, you know, Tom Brady being able to just get the ball off quick and eliminating the running game. We talk about it all the time. Against that Giants team, you couldn't run the ball. So that put the game in those receivers and Tom Brady's hands in that Super Bowl. And we've seen we always talk about that. It's, they say it's a passing league. When it came down to Eli Manning and Tom Brady, I don't think anybody's taking Eli Manning over Tom Brady for anything as far as when it comes to playing quarterback. But that defense was special for the Giants. So we can get a, a defensive line. 
I think we'll we'll be special. We can get a defensive line similar to that Giants uh, defensive line. We could we keep building. All right. So at the meantime, man, we're gonna go ahead and hit you with the um the residential light break. So um we have 110 <laughs> people in here on three different channels. So we need a combination of at least 60 likes on this video so while we are doing that let's put the like music on so we definitely go ahead and appreciate y'all sticking in with us so while you're doing that you go ahead and make sure you share like com comment on this content subscribe to bad mike sports subscribe to jew talk sports and subscribe to your boy Six Man K Styles. We are 44 away from the 1K side Ooh. of the game. So, light check. What we got? What we got? What we got? What we got? I don't see no numbers. I don't see no numbers. We got to bring some strippers out to get some numbers. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I would make a comment right now, but I'll probably get punched in the face if you say that. All right. So, somebody give me a damn estimate. I don't know. I don't got two phones, one for the plug and one for the low. <laughs> so, that weird ass. I'm almost, almost there. Almost there. Oh, okay. I think we both got it. We got it. Uh, yeah, we got we got it. All right. Got it. All right. We went through the whole loop. But at the same time, we got uh um we got we got some we got some over here waiting for y'all. Um if you like a particular movie, you know where I'm going with this. Anime, get your ass on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that my introduction? No, 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 no. You know how we got to do it. The champ on, is hold. here. The champ is here. Wow, really? Man, you know, the champ or what? Man, you better be the champ of going of in there. talking about? I got my ring, baby. Hey, you better go in there and make that Mike, eat the cake, anime. You better go eat the cake. I can eat the Look, cake. He called you anime. Why you calling my name? I didn't say anything. <laughs> Just want everybody to be a little jealous. That's all. Oh, oh my like God. Really? Really? Oh, oh, beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. You know, Jill Thomas can't cool. really say anything about this because we are champions. <laughs> okay? Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jew, Jew, mm -hmm. Jew is a red fan. Mm -hmm. they, they got one, but it's been a minute. It's been a minute since they won. Mm -hmm. I know they don't feel too good, Jew. I'm sorry. Yeah, you kind of you kind of <laughs> rubbed it in, but that's all right. My calves got one in 2016, <laughs> so I'm still I'm clinging on to that until my Falcons won one. <laughs> oh man! Everybody. What's up, everybody? I know y'all probably wondering where Miss Maggie T has been. Um, I'm here. I've just been. 
dealing with life. I'm back, back to myself. If anybody remember from earlier this year, Miss Maggie T was wilding out. And she was going through some mental things and everything else, trying to run a, a show. Like Mike said on the previous show, I think yesterday, sometimes you got to sit your butt back down and get yourself mm-hmm. together because you can't just be everything and do everything for everybody and not take care of yourself mm-hmm. at the same time. So I had to get myself together. So Miss Maggie T is back. Um, now I'm over at Atlanta Falcons Nation because we decided to kind of keep the brand separate. So you'll see me on here Friday morning. Um, we have a special, special guest um, at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. She is the ex- ex- executive marketing manager over at the Atlanta Falcons. And she's going to be coming in to tell you guys of some special events that are coming up. College students, if you're in the chat, some opportunities for you to get some tickets on a discount. Mm-hmm. They have a college pass coming up. So this is the episode you do not want to miss about upcoming events for the Atlanta Falcons that you guys can participate in sponsorship with the Atlanta Falcons Nation, Matt Mike Sports, Jew Talks, and K-Styles. There's going to be a lot of things that we're going to be doing in in this city, as well as we'll be at um, an open practice for the stadium. We will definitely be there. So we'll be mark this down. If you can get your section in the one in the club's floor, please. That's where we're going to be at. If not, come meet us. We're going to have us a good old time. But before then, mm-hmm. y'all just make sure y'all tune in to everybody's channel. Subscribe to everybody. Show some love. And then tomorrow night, we have Thursday night smack. Well, not SmackDown. Oops. Dirty Bird Thursday. <laughs> Thursday night Smackdown. Whatever. I'm about to say, who about to get... So check it out tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern. You know, we got the new crew over there. Mike, Mike can't stay away, though, because he always there. You know, so... I talk too damn much. Look, I talk too damn much. I realize I got a big So y'all just follow, follow, follow. What's up, everybody? Tev Sports. John, Dre, Keith, what's going on, Tavares? But y'all go ahead. I don't want to keep interrupting y'all on your show. Just wanted to get a little advertising. You, you good, you good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you good. <laughs> but you can stick around for the end because we're going to do something a little different tonight. Mm-hmm. We're going to do something a little different tonight. This is going to be the final quote of the show. And I found a quote that pertains to the Atlanta Falcons. And I want to get y'all opinion on it and see if y'all can get a correlation on this. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody knows um, we all over here on, on our philosophy tip. And we like to read at times and act like we smart. But <laughs> I found a particular quote. Let me go ahead and put it up. Y'all already know who that is. Oh, that's my dude. The legend. Y'all already know who that is. Yes, sir. The quote of the night is, notice that the stiffest tree is the most easily cracked, while the bamboo or willow survives by bending with the wind. Hmm. What did I take from that? It's all about adapting. It's not about 
sticking with the same formula. This is why when people start particularly talking about, oh, you got to have this certain type of player to win, it ain't always damn true. Mm-hmm. There is no formula for winning. The only thing that's guaranteed in winning football games for football teams is two things. Health and luck. Can you stay healthy? And can you hit on a hot streak at the right time? What y'all think on that? Anybody want to start? Um, I'll go ahead since I'm, you know, last to the game. Um, I want to add something else to that as well because it's definitely happening to a lot of our players. Health, physically, yes. But mentally, you got to have this stuff together in order to even produce like you want to. You can be all healthy all you want to. You can be a brute. You can be all without like Rico Suave and Swole like this. But if you ain't got this together, it's not going to go right for you. you you're catching attitudes in the locker room. You're, acting, you're running on the field with your shirt off. You, you're talking you're about quit my job to go wrestle and, and do a music um CD because it's not going your way. You know, Ooh. we're seeing a lot of these athletes out here just acting up. And it mm-hmm. brings it to the attention of, okay, yes, they might have a mental health forum now. You know, they try to get into it, but it just seems like something is missed somewhere for a lot of these players. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like there needs to be like a mental health check in mid-season or mm-hmm. every now and then you, you have to have some type of therapist or something. I mean, I don't know what all they entails, but... Mm-hmm. It needs to be a lot more awareness to these players because um, we don't know what's going on with um, Goldman. You know, it could be personal because for him to just make an exit that early in his career, you know, I know we, we talk what we talk, but it's like we don't know what's really going on personally. Yeah, and then Kevin Ridley, that was a, that was a whole mess, but it's definitely a sign of some type of mental something, you know, whether it was just selfishness on his end, it could be, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, sticking up for him, but you got together physically, I mean, mentally and physically. I'm, I guarantee you Julio Jones is sitting over there in his feelings right about now because nobody wants him at this point. I don't know about that, man. He's down there in the fan control football league cheering T.O.'s ass on right now, so I don't <laughs> think he's really giving that. Is he suiting up really? yet? Okay. Is he suiting up yet, though? Hell no, nah, he ain't suiting up. He over there. He got he he got the hat on. He like this, like, oh, T.O., hey, good, mm-hmm. good catch, man. But that's good a catch. perfect example of listening to the wrong people, too. It's all yeah. about who you surround yourself with. You get with these little flashy, <laughs> egotistical people. Oh, yeah. You're going to get treated just like that. And then you you don't mm-hmm. produce. So now you're sitting there looking like, I was the greatest. Now I need to retire sometime and figure out what team I'm going to squeeze myself into. Because who wants that liability at this point? Because mm-hmm. he was let go. Mm. That's just mm-hmm. no sense, though. 
All right. <laughs> Jew, Mike, y'all want to go next on that one? Uh, yeah, I'll I go ahead and run with it. Um, I actually looked at um, – it was on AtlantaFalcons.com. It was an interview. I don't know if you guys got to check it or check it out with uh, Dean Pease and Tori McElhaney. I didn't get to finish watching it, but I started watching it yesterday. And I think all of the fans should check it out. You guys should check it out. And one thing that I'm going to leave you guys with, I like the quote that you had, uh, Kay, so I'm not going to do any quotes. But Dean Pease talked about uh, during him and Tori McElhaney's like sit down where she talked to him, he was talking about all of the different places that he's coached at. He was talking about him being a teacher and him coaching high school football. That's how he got started. Um, coaching high school football and then also going in the collegiate ranks and with this falcons team he talked about belief and he was talking about that last year if you guys remember when he would do his press conferences he talked about he was upset because he would listen to the radio on his way into flowery branch and how bad the media like the atlanta falcons media 92 9 the game and a lot of the fans talk bad about the team and he was just talking about he want to make these players believe that they can win um, if you guys follow Matt Mike on Twitter, one of his favorite quotes is, uh, believe in yourself and work hard. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody's going to believe in you. So if I'm those Falcons players in that locker room, forget the outside noise. Forget what everybody is saying on the outside. Believe in yourself. Believe that you guys can win. And that's one thing that I love about Dean Pease um, is he has faith. He's trying to get these players to believe in themselves. It don't matter about being the strongest, being the fastest, but if you move as a unit and you believe in yourselves and believe that you can actually win and you have faith in your own abilities, go ahead, um, Maggie. I want to add something to what you're talking about. He can continue, but um, he also mentioned how he also visit the families, the houses mm-hmm. of these players. Right. He wanted to see their upbringing, mm-hmm. this single family home, poverty, he wanted to get to know not just the athlete on the field, but he wanted to go internally and check out who are these guys on my team. Instead of going and scouting and things like that, he's over there at, and sitting down in the living room talking to mama, making yeah, sure that, that boy is all right. Yeah, that's that was, what I like about Dean Pease. Yeah, that was powerful. Yeah, and it, like you said, it's just not all about football, but I, I'm not going to go too much into it. Y'all got to check it out because it was a pretty long interview. I didn't get to finish it, but – what I like about it is he's basically putting that belief in these players to believe in yourself, believe that you can win. Cause he's like, everybody falls on hard times. He talked about going to a high school that hadn't won in years and then talking about them making it to the mountaintop, but it started somewhere. So right now they've laid the foundation last year. I believe in this team, but it's all about those players believing that they can do something special. If you believe in yourself, you work hard, you put the work in, eventually that hard work's going to pay off. And I'll leave it at that. Well, uh, I think you guys have probably heard my story uh, a thousand times. Uh, I'm proud of it, personally. It's because of that, um, what you just said. Believe in yourself and work hard. Um, this is one of the main reasons why uh, – how AFN even got started, you know, some almost 10 years ago is because Maggie and I had the same vision. We wanted to help people and um, we wanted to be a true representative of what the Falcon fan base is. And that's really caring about 
our team and just caring about because you go to these Falcons game, it's it ain't nothing but all love. You go down there, you don't even know these people, and they'll throw some sandwiches at you. They'll throw some some hey, come on, get you a sandwich, get you a plate, get you a beer, get you a soda, whatever. Grab your soda, grab your friendly. Bro, it's hey crab legs. You can get all of that. You know what I'm saying? Going to the going to these games. It's a friendly environment. Southern hospitality. That's what Atlanta Falcons um, nation is. What Atlanta Falcons organization is about. It's what Arthur's uh, Blank is about. It's about all family. All right, because Arthur Blank came from humble beginnings. He wasn't rich when he he didn't grow up rich. His father had a, a little mini store, but for the most part, like he had to grind from. As a kid, he didn't really know his father like that. If you go look at his story, like like I said, he wasn't a rich kid. You know what I'm saying? So he had to grind from the very beginning to become a billionaire. We know. So this this is what we always say. I always say this, man. Nobody believed in Atlanta Falcons Nation. Nobody believed in Matt Mike Sports. Guess what? All these people that you see now, most of these content creators, no one wouldn't give me a shot. I big and I big and I big. I tweeted people. I sent emails. I wrote uh, articles on, on on free websites. I was I was promoting the hell out of myself on Twitter. Not one content creator gave me a shot. I even told Mike to leave certain situations because of mm-hmm. the disrespect that he was getting. Yeah. That was just like you you ain't gonna go nowhere. You're you're not going nowhere. I don't even know why. Look, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know. Look, and here we go. This is what it's all about. So that quote, yes, one of the biggest things that got us to this position is adaptation. Be like water, my friends. Be like water. Because water, what free flowing, and it can get in any any crevice anywhere. And that's what Atlanta Falcon Nation is. We're not just one thing. We're not just people that yell and scream. We got philosophers. We got some OGs up here. We got some preachers up here. We got we got um, the very lovely bossy woman that I look. That's that's my everything. And Maggie, we, it's it's so many different types of uh, things that go into this entire. Um, organization you guys you guys don't realize that your comments and and your comments feed our conversation it's all about you guys we don't have one particular style we feed off of you guys so that's 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 what it's all about falcons are no longer looking to be the past first team they ready to change it guess what they're going back to a mobile quarterback People thought, oh, we got Matt Ryan. We'll never be, you know, we'll never see that style of football again. And here we go, right back, right back to what we what we were before. It's all about adapting. So I love this quote. I love um, you know, this this, like I said, this new change um to to the show. This is this is what we're about. Um, you know, improving uh and forgiving, and like I said, all about love around here. That's all about love around here. And that's all I got to say about that. Believe in yourself and work hard. Don't forget the work hard part. Work hard. Work hard. Okay? Because God is watching you. You loafing. If you loafing, trust me, you're not going to receive the blessing that you think you are. All right? Work 
hard, people. Work I want to add to that, okay, uh, Matt, Mike. Work hard and keep going regardless if you think somebody paying attention or not. You never know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You might not have mm-hmm. that encouragement. Ain't nobody saying, good job, Mike. Do talk. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Pat yourself on the back. I did a hell of a good mm-hmm. job on my video. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Shoot. Good, good one, K-Styles. I, see, this, this, hey, this is why K-Styles is K-Styles, man. He always put a little, uh, 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 a little, a little sprinkle, a little dab of change in here. It's, it's, it always turn out uh, too cool. All right, um, K-Styles, so, what you got, man? So I want everybody. <laughs> I want everybody that's watching. We still got 107 people in here, man. So if you if you if you like the addition of having a quote on each show, put your thumbs up. Thumbs up. It'd be black, mm-hmm. white, green, whatever. Thumbs up on the quote. This is what we do. This is what I love to do. I love to change shit up. You see me with a new you see me with a new intro every month for some reason. So you already know I like to change stuff up. I think uh, Blackberry want to continue this uh mental health uh conversation on Thursday night. Thursday, so, yeah. You guys okay. on over the Atlanta Falcons Nation. Um, I think we're going to hit on that just a little bit more deeper in detail tomorrow. Hopefully I can make it. I get up early, so I might be actually able to do the show tomorrow. So okay. my work schedule is all over the place, y'all. So um, I've been missing oh. in action, but I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> and 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 I'm gonna give y'all a freebie too. And Mike kind of said it as far as work hard. The same guy had another quote that I just found. He got 9,000 quotes, but I think this one right here <laughs> is gonna co-entail what Mike just said. Be happy, but never satisfied. So mm-hmm. Hold on, we gotta do this right. We gotta do this right. Okay, go ahead and do it right. Let's go ahead and do it right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a throw throw a little low right in the end of the night. Mm. So we appreciate everybody tuning in to your heavy hitters. But we definitely appreciate y'all tuning in. So you'll go ahead and make sure y'all go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and share. Go ahead and comment. Subscribe to Mad Mike Sports. To Jutal Sports. To Atlanta Falcon Nation. To Mad Maggie T's production and also help your boy six man K Styles get to that 1000 mark. Look, I'm please, please, hey, if y'all asses don't do it, Miss Maggie T will come through and slap you with a damn. I've been watching that number. It look, she, she, she tell she your friends, call your people, call your dogs. They put a life on this video. We need to be there before the veterans hit priest of the training camp. How about that? It needs to be mm-hmm. 1K by next week. Mm-hmm. And we do it. Share it out to all your people. All you got to do is go on the bottom of that thumb link. You're going to see the share button. Copy it. 
Send it to people. Just send it to people. If you're in a Facebook group, send it to people and just tell them to subscribe. That's it. They don't even have to have the notification. You can turn the notification out, but all we need is you just to hit that subscribe button. Gotta get you <laughs> up in a whole <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Hey, it sounds like a whole vibe, boy. <laughs> hey, you know how this man K Styles go, man. It's a vibe hey. everywhere we go. It ain't a movie. It's a vibe. It's a vibe, baby. And this is what we do around here. So we appreciate everybody tuning in tonight, y'all. Like you said, just go ahead and support. Make sure you get ready for Atlanta Falcon Nation tomorrow, Dirty Bird Thursday, as well as. The interview at 9.35 Latest Cause you know nigga time We gotta be about 5 minutes later than what we want to You know Give y'all another opportunity Just be here at 9 o'clock in the um, I mean 9.30 in the lock Just know that we are gonna be on oh, You know we black We gonna be a little late And also on Friday Y'all might see the OGs again So be tuning in for Friday Night Madness as well So until next time, people, we ain't here to play. Oh, no. We ain't here to stay. Oh, we ain't? No, because we ain't going nowhere. We ain't okay. going nowhere. You fooled me. See, this is why I can't stay. Yeah. Trust this man. You can't stay nowhere. Look, look, look. Look, you, you can't say, you can't say that. And okay, that, that baby, was my we fault. Get it. Hey, we get it. Jesus, you look. I had oh, to show. No. Ain't nobody looked at it yet. So, what well, do do a little bit of <laughs> My ring. Oh my god, woman. It's too big to be wearing it anywhere. So it, 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 it's a huge ring. They should get a lady's size ring or something. Man, that thing look like a finger cast on your ass. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> You oh, already man. look like you already look like a paper airplane. That thing look like a damn ring cast. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you I never stop. <laughs> nah, but for real, for real, I fucked up the intro because I'm sitting here chilling. So we ain't here to play. We here to stay. Mm-hmm. You ain't gotta go home. Oh no! But you gotta get to hell. <laughs> All right, preacher. And if you don't like that, Jimmy, take it away. And if you two don't like it, you can just pass the blunt to the nigga on your left. Deuces. (laughs) Peace out. Yeah.